You could tell a man about a distance travel. I'm a seeker of knowledge. I'm always, I'm a nerd. I always want to learn. And whenever you stop learning, you stop growing. And when you stop growing, you die. Welcome back, guys. This is Alu. This is Ron. And we're the Amateur Builders. Welcome back to today's episode, man. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Um, it was still a little bit of introductory. Even today's still going to be a little more introductory, you know. But before we get into that, you know, I haven't seen you this whole week, this whole past week, too. Um, what have you been on, Ron? Let's just catch up. Yeah, I've been... I've been uh, just working on my uh, newsletter, the marketing memo, just getting into the gist of it and, uh, you know, other things besides like work. I work right now actually <laughs> at Whole Foods, if you guys don't know. And for those who are going to listen to it, the older episodes, you know, obviously don't want to be there <laughs> for long. So I want to get a role in my field. So been applying to jobs too. Um and for the most part, that's what I've just been doing. Um, in the gym, got to get my muscle gains. I know you've been um, actually trying to become a PT trainer. So, well, PT. Yeah. So, let me know about that. What's up with that? Yeah. Put me on. Was, so, <laughs> yeah. Last week was a little hectic for me, man. It was a lot of freaking work I was doing. Um, I actually got a little bit burnt out because I was going, I was on a go like for the whole week. So like the beginning of the week, I was just working on my, on my startup. So I was working for the, I was like, so we redesigned in like the, the landing page. So I had to redesign and make the designs and then code it myself. So I was doing all of that. I didn't get to finish that. Right. Um, And then for like three days in a row, I had to go to like a PT training kind of thing where they give us like information and all different kind of things like, best succeed at being a personal trainer so i was literally on the go but like i remember like one thing i really took away from that was like a lot of the nutritional things that we think that is actually really good for us especially like the supplements all of that shit is bullshit most of these companies is like bullshitting us and it was so fucking like mind-blowing to me it's all, all marketing hype yeah it's literally all marketing hype um, this, I mean, this I've seen that. Out. I've seen that though. Not too long ago, actually. Like, but I just didn't pay it no mind. Yeah. Know? And if you guys don't believe me, like, any supplements you have in your house, just take, just take it, and then go on Google, look up the brand name, and just put lawsuit right next to it, and you're gonna see mad different lawsuits from like different people complaining about, um, just complaining about how this shit is bullshit, how this shit is not really what it say it is. And yeah, it's I just been that. like an eye opening, <laughs> like it's been like an eye opening. Yeah. So other than that, um, it was just really busy. Um, I didn't really get to work on the product, but we're gonna talk more about that later. But I actually seen a couple of great updates and news that's actually happening in the job industry. And for those of you who are just listening for the first time, the first industry that we're targeting is the job industry specifically. Like the interview prep kind of thing, like coaching and mentoring side of it. Like coaching, yeah. yeah Career so coaching. The, exactly. So that's exactly where we're targeting right now. But I've seen so many new updates. Um, so Google is actually doing something very similar to what we're doing. So that was kind of interesting. It's called um interview warm up. So 
they doing something very similar to what we're doing. Um, it's actually pretty interesting. Um, you guys should definitely check it out. Um, it give it might give you guys sort of like an idea of like what we're trying to build out to. Um, yeah, actually, that's a good thing to actually to do because like um, I actually used it and it is kind of it is similar with what we want to do and it actually inspired us to like maybe put certain things um in our own product as well yeah, yeah, and i like it i like it it's just yeah, like yeah. one my thing only had, with it um, yeah what's your what's your thing it's just a transcription like the audio for me was no good but like i think besides that if you could if you have the time to like write and type it up then you should like write your responses because yeah but that's probably not really, better that's not really what gonna help you because like at the end of the day, it's like you want to better your speech and like better communication skills. So like just writing it down is not really gonna help you. You know, you have to actually like right, say right, it out right. loud. So the the thing that I did like about it was the the categories, and you was the one who mentioned that to me. The categories, so they break it down into different kind of categories. I think they have one for like situational or what was it? Is it situational or uh, situational questions, behavioral, technical? Yeah, yeah. So they had a couple yeah, of categories. So looking through those, I definitely got some inspiration and some ideas of how we can incorporate some of that into what we're actually building already. And there was another um company doing something kind of similar to it's called Udly. And they're kind of doing the same thing, but what they're doing is they have pre-recorded um videos and then you'll respond to those videos, and that's pretty much it. And there's another company. I mean, the Yuli one was kind of interesting too. I looked into it. I didn't go too in depth into it. I just looked at like the landing page for it. It looked interesting. It was a couple of people saying, "Oh, it really helped them." I don't know if that's actually real people. That's just like some dummy uh data they have that's just posted there to make it seem like people are actually using the the platform. But it looks like people are using it. If they're being honest, um. And then there was another one. It's called Stand Out, which was doing the same thing that Yuli is doing. Um, it's literally the same thing too. They they have like a a pre recorded video, and then you record yourself speaking, and that's it. That's yeah, pretty much it. I like Stand Out though. I told you why because I told you why I like Stand Out because of um their partnerships with the career counseling like or yeah, career centers yeah. of like certain universities and colleges i think that's pretty good like to just get students to like on board that way and so and stuff so yeah some of these yeah. like centers are, are shit like <laughs> yeah. so no shit bro we definitely i feel like we talked about that before too like we already had that yeah. idea of like going to like different kind of especially with cunies like starting with cunies and like going with cunies and like targeting cunies Cause a lot of times CUNY census is not the best. Nah, but not it. <laughs> yeah. Not it. But like Man. um they do have some valuable resources. So the way like I think we could look at it is like a supplemental resource. And yeah, just like exactly. um I, I don't know how I could I, I feel like I could angle it correctly. It's like beneficial for them. They don't have to like like we're not trying to like take their place or something. It's just more of a no, it's just another Being tool. Seamless. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To help the students. It's just a exactly it's just another tool to help students. Uh especially with like with the career centers and like those kind of like um programs. 
a lot of times it's very generalized. And like we said before, we're trying to like make this tool very personalized so it can just be targeted to the specific person that's using it. Um, Because everybody has something different that they bring to the table. So that's exactly what we want to highlight um, and help them highlight themselves. So those three things that I've seen throughout this week was really interesting. I just wanted to come and bring it to the podcast because it actually shows that there's an interest for this already. Um, I remember last week was talking about how people are already using AI to help them with like job preparation and stuff like that. But to see other companies already doing something very similar to what we're doing, it actually just gave me like a proof of concept even more. But looking at all three of these companies, there's one thing that they were missing. And I think... That's the secret sauce that we're going to be bringing to our product. You think I should like reveal it to them or because <laughs> we already talked about it before. Um, think we just keep it a little secret. I think maybe. Nah, don't like don't reveal it. Like just wait, maybe like in a demo. So like then people yeah. can actually see <laughs> once you guys actually see the product and like you guys can then go or go for yourself and see it and yeah, I'll be like, oh, shit, like, this is cool. I mean, That's like, true, yeah. Know. It's going to be like a little, like, yeah. you guys can actually, because we, we could probably do something like where we compare the two kind of products where you could compare, like, for example, the Google one and then compare ours to the Google one and see, like, people could actually see the difference between which one is more valuable. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I'm not going to actually, like, tell you guys the little secret that we have. But let's jump into the updates for the actual product right now. Um, I'm gonna actually let you start first, and I'll go afterwards. Okay, so right now, I mean, like, I'm literally creating a Facebook account, and the reason is, um, when it comes to marketing and such, um, well, let me just say at least because it's gonna translate into next week goals, basically. So, um, I'm gonna like rebrand. We had a newsletter that was for our first version of this product, which was Find My Role. <laughs> so we're going to like rebrand that to just uh, make it our own podcast newsletter. And I'm going to just create a post on like this specific strategy I, I seek to implement. It's called um, quant based strategy. I may just like make a post and just uh, talk strategy. about it. Isn't that the, the the strategy we talked about last podcast, right? And that's like by no one. Yeah, no yeah, Kagan. Yeah, like no, no, okay, I didn't go in depth or at least like. I'll have it more written or documented where you can see like what we intend to do with it. Cause it actually is a, I'm pretty sure it's not called. I think he may have coined it like that, but it's pretty much a, a good strategy to like get to launch any product. So depending mostly digital products, but like, you know, you can use that strategy to launch products. It's not really for a already stable product and you want to take that to a new market or something. So it, I think it's very like gonna be good for us at least in this uh in this end. Um, so by next week, like that will be the post I would I'm gonna create, and and I'm creating right now a Facebook account for us so that we can have both a uh, paid effort in terms of marketing, paid marketing, and then I'm gonna start building out our uh, organic effort, which is gonna be. Using tools like SEM Rush and um, Uber Suggest, and I could use actually Uber Suggest or um, I think HRF or 
one of those tools, honestly, and most SEO tools you could do competitive analysis on. And mm-hmm. I'll just like do keyword research on them and we can find ways to rank in the Google search engine. So that might not be next week because like, like organic SEO efforts is very long term. So, but at least like I'm going to uh, interact with Facebook ads and I'll create our Instagram and we can just like start posting visuals there, create a, a Facebook fan page. Yeah. And um, I think by next week that should be done. So. Oh, that sounds good. Um, So in terms of like the updates on my end, um, it's not too much updates. Um, Like I told you guys last week, it was a little bit hectic for me. Um, I had a lot of things on my plate, but I'm 95% done in terms of like the work necessarily needs to be done. Um, The only thing that's really uh needed to be done is the, the avatar implementation or integration part of it. Um, like I said last week, like it was <laughs> the pricing was a little too crazy, but I decided to just go with one of them. Um, I think it's called Soul Machine. Um, that one the pricing was a little bit more reasonable for me, so I'm gonna definitely I'm gonna see because they have a free trial too. So I looked further in depth into it. They have a free trial, so I'll probably just get the free trial and just see how it works, and from there, it's pretty much done. And then we could just do a demo, like we said. So by next week podcast, you guys should be expecting a demo. And I don't think it's going to be the best way for us to actually show the demo is going to be on like a visual kind of thing. So I think you guys should definitely check out the the YouTube channel. It's called Amateur Builders. Um, It's going to be in the description. So just click on the description to check it out. Um, We're definitely going to create like an Instagram page for it too. So you guys should definitely check out the Instagram page. Uh, there's a website also coming up. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be designing the website with Rami. I'm gonna go back and forth to design the website, and you guys could definitely check out the website there because we're gonna be recording the the demo and then putting it on the website. I don't know exactly when the website's gonna be done, but it's gonna be done by at least the end of May, early June. Um, that's pretty much yeah. That's pretty much it for me. That's the pretty much all of the updates that I have. I don't know if Ron has any more updates. Also, wait, on your part, you're going to also, like on our page where the podcast is, our podcast landing page, basically, or web page, we're yeah. going to have also like the direct links to the, it's also going to be itself. You can go to like, let's say, for example, the product is Ace My Interview. You'll just go to the website, check out the product. But we'll also have it there with the demo so that you can see previous, to like before you want to go and check it out. Yeah. Uh you you said that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so, the the website itself is gonna be there. It's gonna be like a link you can just click on it. But if you don't want to like, I don't know. Sometimes people don't want to like check it out. If, so you can probably just look at a preview of like us demoing it, and then if you think, oh, this is actually really interesting, I want to try it out myself. It's gonna be a link yeah. to take you there. So yeah, it's really it's gonna be really good. So like people who. Like, I don't know, like, you showing me the, the news, like, kind of got me excited because I was like, oh, shit, like, this shit is actually, like, you know, a market for it. So, like, yeah, definitely. That was really good. And especially wow. when Google gets into some shit, you know, they don't yeah. always, like, do things the best. But if mm-hmm. they doing it already, that means that there's a market for it. That means that somebody in Google is like, oh, this is a cool thing to, to do. So I think we could just exploit what they already got built in and just make it better because we was yeah, already doing and i'm not too worried 
Not yeah, to worry about know. Google. Google, Google tend to like kill products and projects quickly. So if it's not working out, they usually clip it. So they okay. got other shit. They got it. They got other important shit like to catch up with AI. So yeah, especially with the Bard. <laughs> They have to do yeah. something with Bard because Bard sucks. I was just trying to use Bard a couple of times, and honestly, that shit is ass. Yeah. Compared I'll to like ChatGPT, you never used it. I use it. I mean, I could, but I'm just like, if everybody's saying it sucks, I'm just probably rock. Yeah, that shit sucks. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if it's like it don't have enough token or like to like fully understand get enough information or what it is about it, but it just sucks compared to like. Even GPT 3.5 is better than it. Like, GPT 4 is, like, it's not even comparable. I'm not going to lie. But GPT 3 is still, in my opinion, better than it. Nah, that's crazy. Because, like, I, I mean, I was just thinking it's going to be, you know, the greatest. Because, like, one, they created the technology to... Yeah, the thing is that people to basically like they have know, so take, much data, bro. <laughs> Who has more data like, than Google? Like nobody has more data than Google. So it's like right. they have so much data to actually train the the model off of it. Is like I think right now they're just like rushing it because they're trying to like catch up to what's actually happening. But I feel like in the long run. Google is going to have something really exciting because they have so much data, bro. So it's like, I don't know. It depends on how they train the model, too. So it's like, I don't know internally what they're doing there, but they have so much data that this is like, right here is like, it's, t it's for the taking for them. It's like, if they build something really, really good, it's like, they're taking over. Did you see, um, did you see some Sam Altman? He went to, uh, he wants, I think, to the stand to like give to like talk to the government to like give regulations on AI. How do you feel about that? <laughs> nah, nah, he went and did that. Yeah, yeah. I think like I, I think like nah, I didn't see like I think I don't know. I feel like he gave like a testimony. I don't. Know, I have like some mixed feelings about that because i think personally like one you would obviously do that if you think like you know you want to be one in that room where you can set regulations because you're the biggest person you know you're the biggest company for ai right let's say or maybe you won't be maybe in the next couple of years who knows with open source and stuff but like um Let's say you are, you would obviously be peddling, oh, like, yeah, regulation. It's just like FTX with Sam Bankman-Fried, who was like, yeah, I think uh, crypto should be regulated. and Because uh, he want to have control in, like, what goes on with the regulations, just as Zuckerberg was like. So I think it's like him just playing up to the government to, like, be like, nah, like, you know, don't regulate us. Like, what we're doing, we're going to open source it. Like, it's in our name, open AI, you know? I, mean, I think he was trying to be friendly with government, but like, you know, it's something suspicious behind it. It's like, nah, I, I want to so. have control. Yeah. Like, I think so. It's a play. Like, maybe like his shareholders. Even also, then, so, bro, uh, I don't even, I don't really care about that side of it. I think there still need to be some sort of regulations put in place because there's always going to be like bad players in the market. So it's like, if we don't like start doing something now, 
imagine when like the AI becomes like like when it start becoming like general intelligence, you know? Mm-hmm. That's when it gets really scary. Like right now it's still like generated, like it's generative, like um it's still going based off of like data, but like one is able to like, you know, think on its own and and be able to make decision on its own is like that's when it becomes very scary. So it's like this start it needs to be regulations put in place now. Because remember when like yeah. the social media social media happened, right? There was no real regulations put in place. And there were so many things that happened. And the government sort of like and it's still happening, yeah. It's still happening. So it's like they fucked up on that part. So I think so. I so mean I think I think uh huh. Yeah, go ahead. Nah, I mean like I think it's good to have the regulation. I think what's gonna make it more um let's say like more better is when you have the open source uh, community and then, you know, you see that it's not this one singular company controlling AI. And I think that's where it's going to be, it's going to lessen friction on like the big players like Microsoft and open AI and uh, what's the other ones like uh, Bard and the other one. It's another one. I'm trying to think about the startups mostly like, one of them starts with an A, I forgot. But, like, yeah, like, I think it's going to make them look more like, okay, like, you know, we have compet- competition. And it is definitely I think more competition. Yeah, yeah, because you think about it, you know, like, com- companies like OpenAI is, like, huge. They have the resources. They can – that's why I was, like, scared to think, like, oh, yeah, he's, like, saying, oh, like, let's do regulation. Let's, and you run in one of the biggest companies. Or – foreseeable biggest company in the world and then you're trying to now like say oh no like i think what we're doing is bad you know i think we should regulate i get what you mean too it's like <laughs> i don't know it's like, yeah, I get what like, you mean. It's, like a lot it's like he's the biggest company right now it's like if he, if he creates some sort of regulations it might impede on other uh business companies actually like doing things right now so it might yes, like slow them exactly, down exactly exactly it's like exactly it's a little See? tricky i get what you mean it's a little tricky so, so I think but at the like same time one... too is like mm-hmm. there needs to be regulation so it's like no nah, <laughs> no nah, for sure but i don't think he should be going for i think it should be like a whole community of just scientists and like i think one of the ex uh, ex uh ai researcher at google left like yeah. people like him, like people who've been doing this shit since like the 1980s and 90s, which I think that ex Google uh, executive or so he was one of them. And I think he's on that type of time too. So he's like, you know, like, I think we should regulate it. I think yeah. like people like that would know what to do. So I would want to see that, not I think a CEO of, you know, a company doing that. Like, nah, I definitely believe that too. I also believe that it needs to be decentralized in a way where it's just not one government making these regulations and it's be mm. a congregation of like multiple governments coming like together a, like a commission to, or a council yeah, or something right? like a UN kind of yeah. thing for AI where like every yeah, company yeah, yeah. every uh nation or like every country comes in and contributes to exactly what's the regulation what's the limitations because this shit could get real dangerous real quick so it's like it needs to be regulations yeah. set by a worldwide mind rather than just like <laughs> one specific person just saying oh this is what we need to do you get what i mean yeah let's like let's do like a war game segment like so 
obviously, you know, most countries ain't going to care about that shit. They're going to definitely go forth with the evil agenda. So, like, yeah. what would you think? Like, give me, like, a strategy or, like, a play for... It could even just be a good or neutral country, but, like, what would you say, like, in the next, like, 10 years, like, who, what, where will AI be? And, like, do you think we'll reach, um, like, AGI or uh, what's it called? Like, I would super say, AGI or something? I would say China would be the China, closest okay. to get to AGI because, mm. one, their citizens are way more open to sharing data and overall just accepting to like technology over there. If you think about right. America, a lot of us have sort of these privacy kind of like concerns and that like we oh, always yeah. talk about how companies is like taking out data and all of those things. But if you look at China, first of all, the citizens don't even have like they can't really say anything regardless. But for the most part, from like what I've seen and like the research that I've seen, it says that a lot of citizens are actually more open to actually like giving up their data and giving up like their privacy to make sure like they're safe and stuff like that. So, yeah. and China has one of the biggest populations. So imagine how much data they're collecting. And on top of that, they don't have, they have less regulations and like moral sort of like um moral standard in terms of like like the ethics, don't care about humans. like the ethics is different so it's like the <laughs> ethics in america humans, like china okay. is like it's totally different so it's like they have the already the upper hand over these over there so they can just test and play around with so many different things so it's like it just, china just is definitely more, more like just to add in more to what you're saying or add more weight i think it was just like military uh he, it was just like i think he's a military like I don't know like a general or something like that i think based yeah. off of his intelligence and such like because you obviously know the u.s spies on china like they probably have spies within the ccp so yeah, he said like ways. he said the president is willing to let, let go of a third of his country if he goes to war so he can kid he don't care who dies bro like he have a million Easy. soldiers approximately so he's willing to let like a third or two-thirds of his country go so he don't that's care like, wow bro that's based off of like intelligence from like you know obviously sources in the in the ccp but yeah so like yeah definitely china is gonna be <laughs> that type of time china i think also a big sleeper too is um israel is russia oh israel russia, bro israel is a big i think sleep. russia too yeah but do you know how israel many, israel is like uni- no fucking, you know how many do you know how many unicorns israel has bro they have so many unicorns bro they you know, have a lot they just go under the radar like, bro they have so much shit it just go under the radar because nobody highlights and it. a lot of a lot of technology like a lot of things are being built there for a fucking yes. country that's in them that's in the middle of where everybody hates them that's like wild, for me bro. one thing one thing that made me like kind of attracted to Israel was like I ain't gonna lie when I seen that Iron Dome like I'm like nah I was like nah I mean like it's like ninety five percent accurate like that's crazy like so it's like you know obviously wild, some some miss I literally thought for a split second it was like a dome covering the whole fucking country I'm like wait what but that's how quick their missile is it's like like I was like nah wild. this is crazy bro. Yeah. So, but I, I know Israel. Yeah, definitely, I could see Israel. You said I Russia? think like 
I was gonna, okay. yeah, I was gonna stay right. Yo, Russia can't even freaking beat Ukraine right now. What are you talking about? They're gonna be nah, these niggas can't nah, even beat they Ukraine. Smart, they smart though. You they can't, can't ass whip right now. Ukraine is going crazy on them. You talking about Russia? Come on now, just be serious. Nah, they got good scientists there. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like for a shitty country, like it's a it's a good place to like. Like there's a lot of scientists that come from there, so I don't know, like. Cause one, they hack us. Like they hack, they can hack like Facebook, Google, like, like nine. Yeah. So it's definitely, Russia, definitely talent there, bro. Until Russia do something with Ukraine, I don't want to hear anything, bro. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing from them. I don't bro. know. I don't know what's happening there, but like, I can't, I can't speak to that because he got a point there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? but, but yeah, that's that's that'll be crazy. I think like you think um. The U.S. would be like more like the superpower, or you think like if let's nah, say China bro. gets, I like think, you think if China gets to like that AGI or some like super intelligence system, they would they would like elevate better or elevate more because there's a lot to like become a superpower. The U.S. has to do something different, bro. Because right now we're falling behind, bro. Like. If you if the US think that especially like so I was listening to um some lady talk, I forgot exactly what country she was from, but mm-hmm. she was talking about how there are more people in uh certain countries in Africa are more willing to align with China and some of these countries uh in the BRIC union because those pe those um countries like China for example actually like go and actually listen to the people but mm-hmm. she was saying that the u.s comes in and they put this facade like oh we we care about you guys but at the end of the day they don't really listen to the, like the needs of people there they just come in and just have this american ego of like oh just believe in democracy and everything's gonna work out but they don't actually really do anything you get what i mean so the u.s has been sort of like still thinking of in this model of like 10 50 years ago where it was actually like dominating but like people are changing the mindset of people are changing people actually want to see the results and people just don't believe in the american dream anymore the american like the u.s is the best marketing company the u.s is a company so i'm just calling it a company the u.s is the best marketing company like the way they market themselves is the best thing ever people are seeing through that now so it's like how does the U.S. change the way people perceive them and actually become of something of value? Like, actually, like, start, like, showing results and actually going to these countries and actually listening to these countries, these people in the countries and actually allowing them to lead their countries and actually help them. You get know what I mean? Like, China right now, China, China and Africa is going there and actually listening to, like, what the people are saying. So, like, people are saying that they need the roads being built. So, Exactly. That's exactly what China did. They brought people from China and actually started like building roads over there. So it's like, how does the U.S. compete with that? They need to change the way they approach people. They need need to actually go to these countries and actually listen to it. So saying all of that is basically saying that like Uh, the U.S. has to change the way it operates because if it don't, it's gonna fall behind. It's already falling behind. So it needs to change the way it operates. Oh. I mean, give a, a devil's advocate. So I'm a capitalist. So I think that communism 
it won't ever spread. Like, I think it can, but I think when you force it, like China is, because you think about it, they have a long-term play with each country and they put them in debt, which is like, I forgot what the word was, but like they put them in debt and then they say, oh, all right, let me get this port right here. Like, because that's the contract you signed. I can like, I get that they could bring in their people and like help build out the roads and such and et cetera. But they don't really care about their citizens. Like they care, like by like, let's say for example, um, uh, which one they went to like Sierra Leone, like they don't care about those citizens. They care no, about no. themselves. Like, like you know? I get what so, you mean exactly. Like on a part of China, <clears throat> it's a big play for them. They don't really care what's happening in these countries at the end of the day. It's a whole strategic plan for them. But at mm. the same time, some of these things that they're helping with these countries is actually helping them. You get what I mean? Mm. Like strategically, China is playing it correctly. I'm just saying, like, if the U.S. was to do the same thing, then these countries will align with them regardless. Because people That's are already, true. like, people already, like, love America. Like, people love, like I said, like, the marketing for the U.S. is that's like, what I'm saying. That's where it's not going. I think the so, American dream is gonna always be alive. It's just like nah, it's people. The, are, it's us. It's it's us right now that people look at the country. Let's say for example, that's what and like, I'm telling you. That's what people are fucking up. They keep thinking that people still believe in the American dream, and now like I think they do, bro. Look changing. at how many millions of migrants, not even like Mexicans, is coming through the border right now. It's like Africans and. Haitians, because Haitian Haiti is about to go. It's probably already ruined, actually, and it's done with. So they coming over here. They, where they gonna go? China? Yeah, they, <laughs> There's no other country they can I'm go telling to. You, a lot of people are, especially the new age of a- African leaders. They don't mm. believe in that nonsense anymore, bro. They're trying to actually. Bro, they corrupt, bro. They don't care because they corrupt. They, that shit is changing. You know that. You told me. No, no. Of course. Nah, them, maybe like, in certain countries. Maybe I'm like about in certain countries. I'm not talking about like, countries. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking the about. The whole continent. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Talking about certain countries like Zimbabwe. Yes. Um, what else? I Mozambique. Agree. Like some of these countries are actually already like changing the way they, they're going to operating. Like they're taking, they, like they're actually thinking strategically now. So the U.S. don't, like, you could actually look this up. Like, there's many articles and, like, people talking about this already. It's like, the U.S. doesn't change their approach on how they go about handling their relationship with, like, certain African countries. They're going to lose out. And Africa is the future. If anybody doesn't think that, then you're ridiculous because, like, Africa has the youngest population um, around, like, I think it's, like, 18 to something. Oh, like that's that. like, the fastest resource. Yeah, so it's like, if you don't think Africa is the future, then you're actually out of your mind. So if the U.S. Nah, miss out on, like, the relationship with Africa, then, yes, it's going to fall fucking behind. Like, it already is. I think that's that's definitely true. But I think um, it's a lot. It's a lot you could condense. Maybe, like, one episode we could have some type of debate about that. But I think, like, you're right, though. You have a point. They are actually, China are actually, like, being more strategically but it's because yeah. china one of their sayings i really want to have the exact same but it's like they did it with the u.s too it's like to act friendly and then when yeah. you're not looking like you know they going that's how they win like that's what and they did with the u.s and you that's see where what, a lot of these african countries now. excuse me are fucking up because like they just 
like they don't understand a global scale how china's actually operating they just think that oh china just mm-hmm. helping us but no like these niggas is putting no, you in debt because like every the way like nations work is like it's based off of debt so they put you in debt and then you have to pay this on a long period of time and now you subjugated to whatever they want to do with you so it's like right. these countries also don't but, understand how to like strategically go about like understanding how they can actually make a correct play then it's gonna be fuck with them too gotta look at it too from the people perspective or like the leadership perspective some of them are just like they're corrupt and they just want like a quick fix and that's true i I can't i can't blame them because if you came from poverty then you know you see a billion dollars on the fucking table you're like oh shit you kind of go like you know the opposite way instead of going for your people which is obviously the better well, politics play. is like I don't want to go too much into that politics because politics is such a like <laughs> we could go we could go so much in depth. That's what fucks so up people. Shit. Like that's what I feel like that's what fucks up society in a way. Like too much politicians. Like you know, yeah, you should have is less just a dirty game. Bureaucrats. Like it is a dirty game. But we just want a little bit of a tangent, guys. Sorry for that. But if you guys want to hear yeah, more about like our right. thoughts. <laughs> Uh, definitely let us know. But other than that, that's pretty much it for this podcast. Um, next week is gonna be more. I think next week, like we said, is gonna be a demo. Um, and then other than that, you have anything else you want to say, Ron? Um, nah. Oh yeah, the goals. So, so did you say like what your goal is gonna be for next week episode? Yeah. So next week is gonna be next week episode is gonna be the demo. So by the time we come out it, next week, it. it should be a demo already. Uh, yeah, we're going to have, like, maybe one or two of our friends just, like, go and demo it, and y'all can see it visually. And, um, yeah, we'll have, like like I said, stuff set up so y'all could interact with us more, like, on social media and such. But, yeah, no, that's all. Other than that, talk to you guys later. Peace. <laughs>